Hello, you're listening to Freelance Mum, the mother of all juggling acts, with me, Faye Dicker. And me, Laura Rawlings. Hello, it's time to catch up on our weekly podcast. And this week, we thought, staying topical, it would be really important to look at, although not so much important as helpful, uh, things that are going on um, in and around Bristol that are free or wallet-friendly next week. Because let's face it, even if your children aren't at school yet... All the sort of general timetables and activities that you take your children to all change during half term. And sometimes you're just like, ah, what do we actually do? So we've come up with, I think, a fab list of things to do. What about you, Laura? It's comprehensive. Yeah. It's almost certain this gathered together for today's podcast, but that's all good. Happy to take one for the team. <laughs> exactly. I mean, do you get, because Lola obviously isn't at school. She is no. at nursery. So do you find your general activities are, are affected during half term weeks? Uh, yes, and I find it very difficult to remember because I think if you have children, you sort of expect people to know when half term is. And I do not know the answer to that. So I have to work really hard to remind myself so yes a couple of her um, like the music classes that she's been to they don't run over half term or school holidays Um, other things continue just as normal but I guess one of the upsides one of the funny things I will mention is that I don't have that same sense that parents of school-aged children have which is like oh my goodness the week before half term I must do everything because I'm going to have the children around all the time and how am I going to do anything whereas I'm constantly going how am I going to do anything that's my life anyway yes (laughs) that is my life But I can remember when the girls weren't at school and in those preschool days and some of those classes that had been my saving grace um, and often the children's centres and so on, I'd be like, oh, what do you mean you're going to close for a week? What do I do now? And just couldn't get it. And then I'd look at parents who, like you say, had children at school and I'd just think, I'd be a bit bitter. What are you moaning about a week? (laughs) You know, this is my life. This is my life. So, yeah. And I think the other thing is, actually, that's quite important to remember with any half terms or holidays is it's nice to do, you know, trips or things that are a bit different. But also sometimes it's nice to kind of just melt in the middle at home a bit and just find a few things that keep the children entertained. And it doesn't have to be all singing or dancing. So, for example, the lovely Zoe Whitman has come up with a couple of really... I was looking at this and I thought, I quite fancy doing this idea. She said that um, uh, Heidi loves crafting. So something we do for hours and hours is for me to draw, she puts in inverted commas, ballerinas on a huge piece of lining paper stuck to the table. And then we make clothes for them out of bits of colourful paper. Or I make clothes on notebooks and cut them out and she can colour them and she can do it all afternoon. Well, speaking as a mother of two very crafty daughters... I mean, I was looking at that and thinking, cool, I quite fancy the idea of getting a great big sheet of lining paper or old wallpaper and just cutting out and colouring. And genuinely, that can be so entertaining, can't it? Yeah, I, I remember. Do you remember you could get those... Uh, what Zoe suggests is far more exciting, but you could also get those books where you could push out the different costumes. Yes. And it's like that sort of idea that does take me back to my childhood. Yeah, I'm very glad Lola has just discovered crayons and after she's bitten the end off of all of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is obviously just a rite of passage. <laughs> but I'm so pleased that she likes colouring and doing that because actually we both sit down and do things together. So I've got really good at drawing vegetables and fruit. You know, obviously I'm trying to make her... Uh, not yeah. maker. <laughs> what opportunity can I foist fruit and vegetables on? I love it. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I'm looking forward to those days and the glue and everything else. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. I was just saying as soon as you were mentioning that Lola has discovered crayons, I thought, has she discovered how nice it is to draw on the wall with them yet? Because that's yeah. also, that's the next thing, isn't it? 
Yeah, so she colours all over her uh, food tray, you know, her high yeah. chair tray. Um, yes, clothes, the carpet. They're meant to be very washable, but I've kind of just written off the next few years in our house and uh, just talking up to experience. Yeah, best way. Staying with the um, theme of ideas from Zoe Whitman, the, um, I really like this because she put this in the mothership a couple of weeks ago. I think it was around Christmas. Um, and it's yogurt cake. I'm not going to go through the entire recipe now, mm-hmm. but if you would like it, do get in touch and we'll give you the link for it. But it's one of those recipes. It actually reminds me of my granddad because whenever he used to make a yogurt cake, if it said, say, two cups of yogurt, instead of getting one cup and weighing up the yogurt twice, he'd get two cups of yogurt and if it was three cups of flour we'd get three cups of flour you know by the end of it every single cup had been used in the kitchen so it instantly reminded me of my granddad but Zoe went on to say that Heidi it's something that Heidi can now make pretty much on her own and that's just fab isn't it it's when you've got the ability to be able to just get them saying right weigh this out pull this in stir it up and they just love we made crispy cakes actually yesterday do you know I've never made a crispy cake until yesterday in my life Laura that I am astonished. And I really hadn't. I go a bit old school with proper a world cakes. Yes, but you know, I think, and it's baking. It's the simplicity of doing yeah. things like that. But let's face it, we cannot necessarily stay in every single day and craft and bake. And that's not for every child. And we, we recognise that and we know that. And we all go a bit stir crazy after a while. And what seemed like a very good idea, very quickly you think, actually, I do now need to get out of the house. What I like about this idea, and this came from the lovely Maria Mummy on a Break. And she writes a lovely guide for things that you can do in and around Bristol. It does involve a bit of money and a bit of a journey, but I think it's well worth it. Uh, And it is the puddle jumping competition that takes place um, in Slimbridge. And it just looks absolutely fabulous. So it's the Southwest Puddle Jumping Championship. It's taking place uh, from February the 15th to the 23rd. yeah, I mean, the picture is is pure joy, Laura, that accompanies it. It's a, it's a little girl, mid-air, a mid-jump, about to jump into this giant um, puddle. And, it, you know, it's only yesterday that Jemima, now it's quite interesting because Jemima's seven, and she said, Mummy, I can't remember the last time I jumped in a puddle. And I thought, oh, oh no, has she stopped? Is she Has she stopped jumping That's in puddles? Funny. Has she suddenly gone past that bit where every, every time a child sees a puddle, they have to jump into it? So I'm now going to get out her welly boots and get her puddle suit and take her to the puddle uh, welly boot land and the Southwest Puddle Jumping Championships this half term. Now, I never knew there was such a thing, but that is if there really is like a Southwest Puddle Jumping competition... Like if that's actually a thing, that is just one of those strange, quirky British things. <laughs> yes, I've been amazingly with our obsession with British weather. Um, otherwise, just go and jump around anywhere outside around about now, and you don't have to wait until half term, and you could make your own rosette. Exactly. Yes. You actually, you make a good point. You could create it at home and just invite a few friends around, couldn't you? And have as much amazing. fun making, yeah, but, making yeah. the rosettes and doing that. Yeah, that's the point a, of my mother just saying, "We just go outside." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you do. We'll just go just create a few puddles and do it that way. But there's something about that that is just the really good fun element, yes. isn't it? I have yeah. to. I'm going to sneak my own little event in here, okay. Laura. Actually, because this was um, 
an idea that I came up with yesterday. Um, yesterday, uh, today's Monday as I speak. I don't know what day of the week it'll be when you're listening to this. Um, but yes, yesterday was Storm Kira. Um, so lots of hunkering down, I'm sure, for most of the country in general. And as we were hunkering down at home and enjoying lots and lots of game play, playing and chocolate crispy cake making, um, I also thought, do you know, it'd be really nice to do something that was very, very positive during half term. And so we have teamed up with the lovely Vicky at Tractors and Cream in Somerset. And I thought it'd be really good if we could do a freelance mum plant out. And this is all to, to do with trying to do our bit and trying to work towards, you know, dare I say, could we ever be carbon neutral? I don't know, but we can certainly do our bit along the way. Apparently, let me get these facts in front of me. The Woodland Trust say that the nation needs to plant 1.2 billion trees to get to carbon zero. And now a friend of mine has set themselves a target of planting 500 trees. Um, I know that Vicky is blessed with having all that space. And at Tractors and Cream alone, they have planted 1,260 trees. That's amazing, don't you think, Laura? Yeah, that, gosh, that is a heck of a lot of it's digging. It's a big number. So we <laughs> thought that freelance one, we could team up. Let's see if we can do our bit, have some fun with it. Go down to Tractors and Cream and we will pay for the trees. Just come along, bring your wellies. It's definitely a wellie boot theme to this podcast, Laura. We'll provide <laughs> spades, trees, sign making, so you can make your own little sign and hang it up by your tree afterwards so that you can come back and visit your tree at another date. Um, hot chocolates and plenty of cake, yeah. because let's face it, everything's nicer after you've had a cup of tea and a piece of cake. Um, and we'll do a freelance mum plant out, and we're doing that on the first Monday in half term. At the moment, the 10-day forecast looks good, so let's, let's hope, fingers crossed, it stays that way as well um but we just would be a really great excuse for children of all ages to come again and enjoy some of the freelance mum fun that we have and at the same time of course to get that sense that we are doing our bit um at a time where we you know we're very aware of a climate emergency it can be very frustrating so let's feel that we can all make a difference and have some fun along the way that's cool so well, that must be like the 17th i believe like it is want, yes i believe it is so yeah. it's that monday and like i say at the moment that's a dry forecast so it looks like it's going to be i can't can't promise sunshine or warmth but I can at the moment it looks like it's going to be dry so that'll be a fab one if you're and it's for freelance mum members only it's a bit of a thank you from us um for being a freelance mum member and come along bring your children and just 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 be part of the plant out and know that you've made a difference and done something positive during half term I tell you what that also gives you an opportunity to do is to just check out what tractors and cream is like as a place and there are good reasons why you want to do that not only if you you're thinking ahead to your own holidays and where you might perhaps look up for you and your family um, but it's also where you run the retreat isn't it Faith? Yeah it's absolutely fabulous there and thank you for shoehorning that in for me Laura. Uh, it, it really is ace and it's I think as soon as you set foot over at Tractors and Cream or anywhere really where you have that complete change of horizons your head just goes to that really lovely place again and it instantly makes you think Oh, yeah, this is what it's all about. Um, and we're going to be hosting the Freelance Mum Micro Business Retreat there. It's on Friday the 3rd of July until Sunday the 5th of July. And it's an all-inclusive family weekend. So the idea is you you go there and everything is taken care of for you. So we've got junk modelling challenges on the Friday night when you arrive so everyone can get to know each other. Um, we'll be having business workshops for mums um, and then there'll be forest school for the dads and the kids. All your breakfast, all your food, 
all your drink, all your booze is all going to be included. We've got our freelance mum ambassador as well, CBB's Katie Ashworth. She's going to be doing a workshop for us on the Saturday afternoon, which, I mean, if you've ever seen Katie Ashworth's guest speak, you'll just know how entertaining she is and what a privilege it is to have her come to our our micro-business retreat. Um, we've just got three structures left now, and that's two bell tents and the cottage. So, if you're thinking about doing it, I really recommend that you check it out because it's going to be a brilliant weekend. And if you're still thinking, I'm not quite sure what it's all about, come along and join us at the Plant Out at Half Term. Check it out. And I'm quite sure you'll be sold on it. Um, and all sorts of loveliness that we'll be doing at the Freelance One Micro Business Retreat in July. Can I just ask a question? Please do. Um, so you know that I'm obsessed with sleep because I don't get any of it. Yeah. And I'm the person who, I won't be the only parent, but you know, with Storm Kira, yes. stay in, don't go anywhere. Well, after spending one hour trying to get Lola to go to sleep in, on a bed, anywhere, on me, on my partner, on the floor, uh, on yeah. her cozy, comfy cushion, we realized, as we always do every day, that she ain't going to go to sleep there. So we had to go out and um, defy the advice, which if you're a desperate parent and your kid's been awake for like eight hours and they're one and a half, you know that they just can't keep going like that. Yeah. We went out. And why am I saying this? Oh, yeah, that's why I think about sleep. So when it comes to the retreat, so dad is looking after the child yep. or other person is looking after the child. So you can go and enjoy the um, like the learning and the activities that are focused around business That's and it. the benefits of that. And then child goes off separate to you. So you, do you need to come with, so you need to come with one other person, do you, to look after your child? That's a great question. So you can do it one of two ways this year. Uh, you can either come along um, with your other half and, yep, it means that they will be looking after the children while you're going off and you're immersing yourself in the workshops. But the great bit to that is that... Um, w- your other half will be looking after your child, but everything's taken care of. So it's not like they're also th- simultaneously thinking, ah, oh, and I've got to get prepare lunch, and I've got to get some snacks, um, and there's lots of other children. So you're because you're there all weekend, you're getting to know them and muddling along in that lovely way that you do when you get to know communities and camping and so on. Or you can come along. And this year we've introduced the freelance mum sharing ticket. So we realise that perhaps not everyone wants to bring their other half or wants to bring their children and it's going to work better for them a different way around. So in which case you can buddy up um, with another two freelance mum members and you can all share a structure that way. So it would be a total of three freelance mums um, in a either the bell tent or in the cottage, and you could come along without your children then um, and just immerse yourselves in the activities that way and child-free. So it, just in the same way that we do at Freelance Mum, our regular events, where you can come along with your children if you've got your children that day, and similarly, you can come along as well without your children if your children are at school or they're doing something else that day. I've always wanted Freelance Mum to be inclusive. And one of the things that used to upset me when especially in preschool age was I'd find a really good activity or something and then discover it was the wrong day of the week um, yeah. or I didn't have my child that day I always wanted freelance one to be inclusive so whatever day whether you, you've got childcare that day or not got childcare that day you can come along and you can be part of it and in the same vein that is still applied to the micro business retreat as well so yeah you can, you can make it work for you however however it works best that's good. Okay. And I think that's just important to know because you think of when you're a parent, you're just tied up in practicalities. <laughs> you see things yeah. that look amazing and then you're thinking, how how does that work? Can someone just explain that to me? 
um, say thank you. Yeah, that's Great. good. So okay, nice. an excellent way, as you say, with the tree planting to go and yeah. sample it. Um, let us return then to things that you can do free or cheaply in and around the Bristol area during half term. Um, what have you got on your list? I bet you've got something okay. good. Well, I ha- one of the things that I didn't know, actually, until I started doing the research for this, was that Bristol Old Vic, they've got a family day and they're celebrating and discovering 250 years of creativity and innovation. Oh, wow. Uh, but basically, it's all about storytelling, which is what they do amazingly well. Yeah. And have got tours, craft activities, stories. I think it's all free as well. It starts for children aged 18 months plus. So I'm guessing that's like a story time yeah. sort of session. And then once they're over four, they've got crafting sessions and so on. But I, I did see that quite a few of the activities are free um, and you can just turn up, which is exceedingly appealing. So that's the 15th of February, Saturday, the 15th of February. Um I think this is a time when National Trust members also yes. rub their hands together and go, yes, um, because there are so many, you know, activities that are free at National Trust places. So once you've got your membership, because you have to pay your, your general admission to get in otherwise, um, there are loads of different things, usually sort of between 11 and 2. Things like nat- uh, natural craft stuff you can try or going and seeing the birds at Durham Park, you know, all sorts of different things. But I saw I thought, yeah, this is when I should revisit getting National Trust membership because it's when you can. You really, uh, you really get your bang for your buck then, don't you? You start to get your money's worth and really, really make the most of it. Um, another way that you get to make the most of your money, and I'm sure lots of parents will be onto this already, um, but perhaps you're not. So I think it's always worth saying that there are lots of museums in Bristol that are free, but there are other ones where you pay your admission to go in once and it might cost you anything between, let's say, 10 to £20 for an adult ticket, but then you get access a year afterwards for free. And then often there are things that happen during half-term activity sessions um, where they're free. Do you see what I mean? Yes. So if you paid on that one occasion, you can then rock up in half-term and your activities are free. So a place that hasn't, doesn't get as much mentioned but is amazing is aerospace bristol um they've got all sorts of things from story times make and take various talks but lots for the under fives to enjoy in the holiday and they're happening daily so i just thought i would mention that i think lots of people know ss great britain you know you pay one you can go again but perhaps haven't realized that that also happens at some of the other big places as well we haven't done um, the aerospace yet, so I'm glad you've reminded me. It's a re- and it's one of the Bristol's proud boasts as well, isn't it? And we ha- had a really good conversation at the weekend, actually, about you know children and living in Bristol and being part of the Southwest. Where we're, we're so lucky to have so much on our doorstep that we can just dip into and connect with. We're incredibly blessed. So, yeah, it's good to almost treat sometimes your, your city like you're a tourist in your own city. It's exactly like that. It's really easy to sort of forget what's right there or, you know, to perhaps not realise. What else did I see? I'll tell you what what I saw, and and I'm a big fan of this. It's the Bristol Family Cycling Centre in South Bristol. And they do different activities. It's well worth checking out their timetable. But one of the things that I love is both my girls learned to cycle there. And it's teaching your child to ride a bike is actually really hard. And so they almost teach the parents to teach the child as well. Um, And they've got (laughs) the biggest range of bikes available so they'll start to assess 
your child and they'll say, oh, actually, what they could do with now is hopping onto a trike. Try now with two, with three wheels. Or now try this one that's a bit higher up. And of course, as you're trying mm-hmm. all these different bikes, you're learning a different bit about the whole balance and the whole cycling and putting it together in a really nice way. And the Cycle Centre is an old running track. Um, so it's really safe. It's a great loop that you can do. It's not like you're going, you're cycling miles and miles off and suddenly you think, oh, damn it, I'm going to have to come back and repeat uh-huh. that. You know, you're, you're doing these lovely loops. Uh, and it, it's great to feel part of actually something that's got great history there anyway, as well as it being a really good, fun way of learning to ride a bike. So, yeah, yeah. I, I fully recommend it. You have to check out the timetable. It does involve a few pennies, but it's well worth a visit. Yeah, I want to, uh, you've shown me the timetable and got me onto that place and I should be going there definitely to try it out. Um, somewhere that, just a little mentioning of this one, thinking outdoors, which is what you just made me think of. There are two things that just spring to mind. One is um, Albury Court and Snuff Mills. I love, if you if you like being sort of out in the woods and walking by the water, okay, keep your child on the reins if they need to be. Yeah. Um, they've got a big child's playground there. But that walk along the riverside is just Gorgeous. I love it there. I mean, that was the first time I ever saw a kingfisher. I don't know what time oh. of year it was to be able to see them. But then I saw kingfishers about eight times during one walk. It's amazing. So that's one place I would mention. The other thing is um, through Avon Wildlife Trust. Now, you do need to double check when this runs because it's like everything. Sometimes things change. But um, they've got a, a thing called My Wild Child. Mm-hmm. And their sessions run in some of the parks and, and green spaces in Bristol. I think it's more during term time, but I would mention just looking at Avon Wildlife Trust anyway and seeing what they've got. But um, in terms of splashing in puddles, digging around in the ground and looking at, you know, mini beasts and worms and stories, I think they have activities in, in St. George Park and in Knoll as well um, and Feed Bristol. Generally, it's free. I think there is the odd occasion when you may have to pay, but I just want to shoehorn that in there because that's a really good funded project that happens. Might be more during term time, but do look up Avon Wildlife Trust because they often do really good things. Well, anything that involves going outdoors and, as you say, mini beasts and mud. And I think the girls at the moment have been entertaining themselves quite a lot. Um, By giving them a jam jar going outside, they find a stick and they start to do experiments. Experiments, of course, can involve anything, can't they? You know, making perfume, which involves picking a few petals and a few leaves and giving it a good stir and a good slunk of mud or something. You know, let mummy... Oh, oh, yeah, it's really nice. We keep it in the garden. But they really enjoy... Uh that sort of activity um which is just great so yeah so then Nora before we go into half term what are you going to do what's the one thing on your list that you you might try next week (laughs) um out of everything that we have said gosh uh well I'd love to think that I would get anywhere near the stuff at the old Vic that's probably unlikely what's more likely I think is that I will look up national trust membership and um I don't know why I'm laughing. It's because it seemed like a long way off, like it's something that that was what my parents did. But maybe I, I've now You're reached there. The You've arrived. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you get a badge when you do that. Yeah. yeah I'll get to put it, stick it in the car. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's the most likely thing that I'm going to do. Like I say, just because child's holidays, they're just sort of, it's all rolling into one at the moment. We're not in that structured stage yet. Yeah. 
What about you, Faith? Um, well, I have to say the yogurt cake. <laughs> someone said cake, and uh, I was like, "Yep, I want to. I want to give that a go. I like the idea of the girls attempting. You've got to do that on a day where the floor needs a wash, anyway. So um, I think well, I think we'll, we'll have a go at that one. And I'm also quite taken by the welly or the puddle jumping championships. Oh, yeah. Although, as you rightly say, Laura, that it might be something that we could recreate at home anyway, and just invite a few friends around. But yeah, I think it's going to be cake and puddles. Go for it. And Slimbridge is amazing anyway. Yes, so you'll enjoy it regardless, yeah. So, yes, again, it's been really lovely speaking to you, Laura. We're going to be speaking to Zoe Hewitt next and we'll have her ideas on how to make, you know, your home a more inspiring place when it comes to work and living. I am all for that. I can't wait to hear what advice she shares. See you later, Faye. Take care, Laura. Bye. Thanks for listening to Freelance Mum. Remember, there's loads more podcasts and exciting content at freelancecorner.co.uk and you can also to meet lots of other freelancers subscribe like and share from whichever platform you get your podcast from and join us next week as we speak to another expert on an issue that's important to you thanks for listening Bye. bye